Welcome to the Restoration Church podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors and hear about what they're learning, what they're teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, good morning, and thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, my name is Pastor Colin. I'm over here um, on the Zoom podcast with Charlotte. Yo. <laughs> and Pastor Stephen up in Bethlehem. <laughs> Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, I can't yeah, one up that. Yeah, you just got to restart. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, how, how's everything going, guys? How's the how's the weather treating you? I love the colder mornings that we are having right now. This is the best thing that has happened. Yeah, it was weird this morning. I was like kind of shivering. I was like, what is happening? Like, this shouldn't be happening now. <laughs> it's Welcome to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> well it's fine it's good we had two good days now good i mean it hasn't been what it rained a couple days ago we're on a like a couple day streak of no rain so we're doing Bro. good for this this summer yeah down south is good up here it's worse it's like it's like monsoon in here <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like Maine is getting flooded. Like it feels like every day I'm getting photos of people up in Maine who are just like, "Hey, look at what this happened today. This road's washed out." So I'm glad we don't have to experience that. I'm sorry yeah. for those that have to. It's kind of the same here. It's just nonstop rain. So oh, we are man. happy that we're getting sunshine yeah, for the last two days. Mm-hmm. How was service for you guys this week? Uh, it was fun. I was indoors, so uh, not every day I get the chance to be there. So it was fun. It was nice to be there. Yeah, we had we have foam mania up in uh, up in Plymouth as well. I mean, we had it at all locations, but it was a lot of fun. We um, there's a lot of foam. The cleanup was consisted of us just spraying down this giant circle of foam. Um, but the kids loved it. I mean, we were we were out there for a good majority of the time. Um, but I think most of the time it consisted of them running over to us and us having to wash their face because they kept like opening their mouth while in the bubbles. And for some reason, I told them way ahead of time, hey, don't put your mouth, don't open your mouth when you're in the bubbles. It's not going <laughs> to taste good. And they proceeded to. So did you at least get the strawberry flavored soap? No, it's Don dish soap. Oh, they're oil, they're all oil free. <laughs> It makes a lot better bubbles than that baby soap, though. So that's good. They, they had a blast. And that's all that mattered. They won't remember the fact they ate soap that much. <laughs> uh, so, well, yeah, yeah, Pastor Steven, you were you were in Dover. Um, tell us about I was it. In tell Dover. Us how hey, everything went. It was fun. Uh, I think it was my first time away from Bethlehem after the launch. Mm-hmm. First time. So. I felt good. I heard good feedbacks. No hiccups. Praise the Lord. That's amazing. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So it was fun. So I had I had fun preaching down there, thinking right. I left my location, you know. So, you know, whatever chance I get, I'm going to take it, I guess, now. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have to worry about my location now. Everything's now. set. Beautiful. So, so it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about what you teach about. So you, I know one of the, one of the points you really hit on was the idea of walking is a choice. Um, 
can you just go more in depth with that? Like what, what does that look like as, as someone who maybe just started being a Christian or someone who has been like a seasoned Christian? Like I know you have been. So what, what does that look like for each, each of those steps? So, yeah, well, as I mentioned in my sermon, walking is a choice, right? Like you don't get up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to sit here, but I'm trying to walk. Now you choose to go outside, enjoy mm-hmm. the sun, you know, walk the same way for us. Uh, a new believer, walking is a choice. So it, for a new believer, it's accepting Jesus into our hearts, uh, repenting of your sins, uh, accepting he's the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in, in your life and mm-hmm. start that journey. Yeah. So that is what something for a new believer but a seasoned mm-hmm. Christian uh, would be like, hey, yeah, I've, I've uh, accepted Jesus 20 years ago, but are you producing fruit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you producing fruit by choosing to walk like Jesus? So mm-hmm. if not, then they're still in the beginning stages of it. Yeah. You know, so uh, praying uh understanding the scriptures right so that all comes with that even though if you're a seasoned christian you cannot you cannot say hey i'd like in the sense like you cannot say oh well i i learned that 10 10 years ago but practically you don't apply in your life you know yeah i read the bible through i don't need to read it again right yeah yeah so that is something like for a uh, seasoned Christian that you apply mm. that choice. Hey, it's my choice to sit down and read the Bible for 20 minutes. So mm. in my initial stages, it was only five minutes. It was yep. hard, hard for me to concentrate. It was hard for me to gain knowledge. But now as I spend time, as I walked with Christ, yeah, it's more like, all right, this is, I need this to sustain my life. Yeah. I need this to sustain my every right. day, you know? So that's, yeah. that changes. Yeah. I think for when I'm teaching youth students about what it means to walk with Christ, um, they, they get into that like, oh, well, how am I supposed to walk with him if I'm sitting or if I'm sleeping or if I'm just standing still? And I think you cover that in your sermon. Like, no, it is a, it's the action that you take, right? That you step forward. And so how, sometimes when talking to students, I'm like, hey, just start with the verse of the day, read the one before it and the one after it and start there. And then next thing you know, you're going to be needing um, like, a chapter, you're going to need like a story and actual like different section. And maybe you go through plans on the Bible app. Um, But Charlotte, how is it that worship plays a part in our walking and and that choice of walking with Christ? Oh, it's a big one. Oh my gosh. That's a heavy hitter. I think, I think it's the next week's sermon. And it definitely is. Beautiful. I think there's aspects within worship that we can walk out to. So that it's, uh, but to answer the question, I think it's integral because if you think about it, you're, you're, you're learning about God and you're, you're taking actions and steps to grow in faith and you're taking steps and actions to, um, like in your prayer life and having that communication, that conversation, but within Mm -hmm. that, when you're worshiping and when you're praising, you're not only like pursuing like the convert, you're not, you're lo- no longer in the conversation aspect. You're just giving adoration and honor to mm. our Lord and Savior. So it's, 
it's very important because if you're just having a conversation with God and you just keep him in the box of like, you are my friend, you are my father, and I just need to have this relationship in that aspect, mm-hmm. you also have to honor like Jesus as the king. And I think if you don't take that step in that that faith to be able to pursue Jesus as the king, you're missing out on a whole different level in within your relationship with him that it's very important because in the end of of time all we're going to be doing is honoring god so right. if we get the practice now and we're, we take steps where it's like hey i'm going to sing out loud in service like even if that's like the baby step that you take man that's that you're already you're you're closer to where where god wants you to be right. and then even if it's oh i might raise one hand out like and have my palms out like even even then you're still you're you're making an action showing god more of how you see him as the ultimate authority in your life as the ultimate king and i, th- yeah. I think it's very important to to be able to to see that and make those connections within worship cool, cool. that's a nice sneak peek from for next week's sermon um is it pastor jeremy that's teaching i uh, it might change it might change oh, okay. so uh Sounds good. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like what you said. Uh, and also, like, I think in my, when I spoke, I spoke differently. How you said, like, it's easy for us to tell our kids to do it. Yeah. Mm. It's easy for us to, uh, being adult or like, live that life. Yeah. It's easy for us to, Please, you are younger, yeah, uh, kids. But uh, I think more than more than preaching and more than more than all that, they have to see it in us, right? Yeah, they really have to see it in us to follow that. Especially this upcoming generation, mm-hmm. you know, they don't care, like you know, yeah, to read the verse of the day or whatever. But, you know, if your life produces that fruit of walking like Jesus, they will be drawn to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you think about Jesus, he preached, but more than his preaching, his walking made people attract to him in a good way. Yep. Yeah. In us. So mm-hmm. I think that is important. Like when you walk, Christ should be shining through you yeah through your yep. smile through your thoughts through your actions through your words you should be like wow like like you know like you feel somebody walking into the room and that room atmosphere just changes yeah like they carry something you know mm-hmm. like wow like what what just happened yeah or right. like somebody singing leading worship hey what just happened like that's different that hits yeah. different or yep. like when somebody preaches oh wow like that hits different yeah, yeah. because they carry something that uh that is bigger than them you know so that I, is a fruit yeah go ahead yeah. yeah i was gonna say like to add on to that i think of it like if you're reading the bible you can know a lot about jesus and you can know you can understand a lot even if you're listening to sermons or uh, going to church every sunday but if you're only just like uh, listening to it and like collecting knowledge, but you don't actually apply application. You're mm-hmm. not, you're not going to have the same testimony and you're not going to have the same 
like relationship with Jesus yeah. as you would. And I think of it like to further the analogy with the the walking is like if you think of it when you go on a hike, you can look at pictures now of like what hikes would be and you could gather enough information off the internet to say exactly what you'll experience from that hike right. and like say that to someone else, even if you've never been on the hike yourself. But if you go on that hike yourself, you're, you have so much more tangible knowledge and experience to testify to what these people, these same people can find on the yeah. internet. And I think it's the same with the Bible where it's like, Hey, I can read all about this, but if I like actually live out what Jesus was teaching and live out what he's doing and allow him to move in my life like that, yeah. the testimony of what he's doing in my life is so much greater because it's no longer just, yeah, Jesus died on the cross and he saved me from my sin mm-hmm. and now I can live in eternity. It is like, no, Jesus definitely did that. And I've experienced that and I've experienced that mm-hmm. new life and you can have that too. And it's, it's a different weight and it's a different um, emphasis on, on what, can happen yeah yeah i was i was talking to one of our members here uh, during our circle nights uh just based on what you were saying it's uh, it's good to have it's good to have knowledge of who god is it's it's mm-hmm. really good to have knowledge about it but uh you know if your life does not do anything about it yeah then you're yeah. just living life you know, so like, you know, disciples knew about Jesus, knew about God, and they they took that action steps. Yeah. Uh, they literally walked the walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all know about the gospel now because, you know, it just came down every generation yeah. yep. to generation. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a choice that we take. Every person takes it. Yeah. Or a person right. has to take it. And again, it's always an invitation. Mm-hmm. Right. Guys, and oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask do you guys find it harder? Because you both have a little bit of a different perspective, but being within the, the church, you also see both sides of it. Do you find it harder to coach like youth students who are new to Christ or adults that are new to Christ to like help them, encourage them in their walk of like, this is what God is teaching and this is how you live it out? I think um, due to the society today, I think teenagers are, they have to be shown a lot of it. Um, like they have to be there experiencing God, like experiencing his healings. Um, like I know youth conference, whenever it comes around, um, it's a very pivotal spot um, spiritually insane with camp that we just got done with a couple weeks ago. Like they saw God work and they, they tangibly saw it. And through that, we saw so many students, I know even in Dover, um, get baptized. Um, and so like seeing that transformation of how they went in and how they went out, um, I think most of it comes from the tangible aspect of it. Um, which yes, not all the time we're able to fully experience and that's where the faith comes in. But I think it's very key and very pivotal to at least, um, to the students, um, walk with Christ that they, they see like that healing and they receive that healing of their own, um, that they, that they can and start praying for. So that's my perspective on those students for sure. Uh, adults, I think it's, uh, so there's two types, right? There is that, uh, seasoned Christian walk people and there is like 
all right, we just started taking the steps, right? Yeah. So it's two different adult, adult group. Uh, I would say uh, it's a little harder for the seasoned Christian people to adapt to yeah. to things rather than uh, the the adults that are taking the steps. So we can just yeah. say, hey, yeah, just died, you know, um, it's for you. He's giving you an invitation. And they're ready. They're yep. ready. They yeah. understand better. They, but it it takes more for us to explain uh, to the seasoned Christian. Hey, I because they they have experience. They think they done better job, you know, in walking and things like that. And still, yep. and still does not produce fruit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, so that's the hard part, right? You can be experienced in something. I can say, hey, I worked in uh worked in car industry for 20 years, but never sold a car. Dude, it's a major <laughs> difference. <laughs> yeah, you worked in car industry, but you never sold one. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's the same. That's, that's kind of like where I put myself at, right? Like I can I can drive a car, but I don't know anything about it. So <laughs> I know that yeah, I gotta Get that oil change and fill up the gas, but other than that, it's not much. You know, so it's a major difference. You can have those experiences. You can say you've been at the church. You can say, hey, uh, I've read the Bible, you know, do all that stuff and still be in the beginning stages of yeah. the walk. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. that's Is the that hard right? part. All right, you've been seasoned enough. Let's let's get you discipling people. Let's get you like you may know all about what happened in the very first day um, until the very last, like of of Jesus' death and ascension. And so, like, let's get you into that discipleship. And I think sometimes um, the people who are seasoned um, have to kind of like be like kind of redirected and like, Hey, you know, all these great things. And that's really awesome. But imagine teaching someone for the first time of this um, yeah. and just like getting them back into it. And like, like you said, like the next, your, your second point was that walking produces results, right? Like if you are walking with Christ, walk with like, bring someone along with you and show them who Christ is and um, show them that result. So I think, I think that's, that's a great transition to our second point of those, of that second, um, of how it produces results, right? Yeah, I had, so, I had, I was fighting inside. Should I put that as the last point or a second point? Because yeah. I was writing this and I kept having that block. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So I just didn't do anything yeah. about it i just all right i'm just gonna just leave it just as such but yeah i think it was yeah. the transition was good talking through that uh but again that that is the christian life mm-hmm. that is the christian life like you got to produce uh yeah. you know results uh like last year we we had uh our album recording right yeah it, yeah, it took time. It was not the time that we wanted to release, but hey, uh, you know, we released it. Yeah, you know, so that is the that is a fruit. And again, it's not overnight that happens. Yeah, uh, I I think I mentioned this. A lot of people don't start because they see the journey and hardships that they're beginning to. 
endure and they stop. Mm -hmm. Something that I liked that you said that was like, it's easy to be on the mountaintop and like be proclaiming all the goodness. Like this is just paraphrasing because it's just off of what I had written for notes. But then like once we get down into the valley and we like we're continuing that journey, a lot of times people give up because they're no longer having that mountaintop experience. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's often hard, like, because y- you get stuck in, in wherever you're at based on whatever your circumstances, but God still calls us to move forward and yep. still calls us to change. And then that results in, in producing fruit. But yep. there are going to be times where it, it seems like you're not where yeah. you need to be. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, when, especially when we got a camp, right, there's that camp high of the students are all on fire and they get baptized. That's really great. But now it's, it's like, let's continue that walk. Let's continue that, like the running pace that you're at, um, and really strive for what God has for you and really dig into that. Um, and I know, like you said, like there's some times where ministry is really great and we love it. And there's some times where we, we get ready for the next season. And it's just like that roller coaster. We know next is coming. Um, and so just kind of preparing for that, um, which is, which is great. I think the hardest part, you know, the hardest part is this like showing results. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that is the hardest part and the rest, everything plays the role yeah. like the next point was walking in boldness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which again. I just want to say you were doing. I really appreciated when you said like talking about if your life is not producing fruits, you should not be preaching and like teaching. I was Yo, like, I almost like, <laughs> like I was preaching, right? I was preaching. I was yeah. going with the flow. And I almost said, yeah, if you don't, if your life doesn't produce fruits, just shut up. <laughs> it almost like it, it was right here on my tip of my tongue. And then I was like, I caught myself. I was like, all right, politely, I will say, sip it. <laughs> my tone just went down. I was like, right, politely, I'll say, yeah. zip it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it's true, though. I, <laughs> I do agree with it, but I appreciated it because it, it made sense moving into the last point it, it mm-hmm. did and it and it tied in so well yeah uh, so i'm i'm big into those things like again it i preach to myself first before i go up on stage and if my life does not produce fruit i shouldn't be preaching yeah i should i shouldn't be telling people what to do and we live in that society we live in that in that phase, even in the church, right? Even yeah. in the church, outside church, we tell, we're so good. We're so good uh, to take advantage of our position or, you know, our roles in the churches, mm-hmm. you know, and s- tell people, hey, you should be walking this way. Yeah. Or like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. But again, if you're saying that your life, they look at you, right? Yeah. They look at your life. They examine you. They they should see that. And then their heart should change. So instead of being angry at, at us. Yeah. So if I say, hey, Pastor Colin, you got to do this. You got to do this, that, blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't be doing that, 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 that. Yeah. And if he looks at me and say, hey, 
your life does not produce that. Like, I don't see that in you. Mm. Like, what the heck? Yeah. You know, but yeah. if he says, if he looks back at my life and say, wow, all right. Like he's, he's speaking because yeah, I see that in him. I mm-hmm. see that. All right. So that anger turns into something that they learn. Yeah. Yep. You know, so I think that is really, really important, uh, especially more than corporate world. I think it's, it, it happens in the church world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I often have conversations with the worship team specifically towards worship leaders. Cause like, this is like one of the most common questions, but even with songs, it's hard. Cause like you're, you're teaching a portion of theology through songs and you're leading people um, to, to begin walking out that faith. And sometimes people are like, well, I don't like this song. How do I lead it when I, when I don't like it or like, I don't connect with it. And I always have to to talk it through. It's like the lyrics are important for for two reasons. One, it gives something memorable for people to take home, like other than the the sermon, like it makes that connection point within the service itself. But two, like you when you're singing these songs, you have to be connected to them. It can't just be like, oh, this song sounds good. I like this worship song, even if it's the the worst song ever. you have to be able to make a connection point within your own faith walk. Otherwise, you're just, it doesn't matter what song we're singing. It's its not mm. going to make a difference. And yep. I, it's very important to be able to, like, because it's a, there's a visible difference between someone who's singing a song and someone who's worshiping. And yep. it can easily change. But it it applies on, on a two-way street. Yeah, I think I, I read somewhere where I... I heard about this. Uh, it was so good. It was, uh, it was particularly in the, in the space of like worship. Yeah. So, so if if the worship leader sings, and you're drawn to the worship leader, then he or she is not leading well. Yeah. But if he or she is leading, and you feel the presence of God, like they're emotionally connected and you know that's when you know that they are pushing us to the throne of god yeah right and i think i was like oh wow that is that is point i was like yeah a lot of times we were like oh man worship worship leader you know like well nothing wrong with the worship leaders like the god uses them to you know, speak life into us, speak life into the body. But if we are drawn to them rather than drawing to God, you know, that's, there's something wrong in the the journey that you're going through. So uh, again, back to the results, right? (laughs) Is, is, are you producing the fruit of worship to God through your, through your leadership? how you lead people in the yeah. church. Uh, you know, uh, you yeah. mentioned that Charlotte, like I think it was a few weeks ago, like I brought a song into the table and Pastor Jeremy is like, nope. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like I got to accept it. I got yeah. to trust mm-hmm. his leadership because he leads that. He leads that for the church. Yeah. And I cannot just say, hey, that, that was my favorite song. I think <clears throat> God will just move in the service if you sing that. Yeah. No, like I had to trust that, you know, 
what he said is right and uh, let him lead that for for yeah. us you know so it's important that you you open you push back your agendas and bring uh, uh, bring that open hand Pasinate always talks about that that open yeah. hand mm-hmm. uh open your hand and try to receive from God not like come with your stuff already and like there's no room for God to move in your life yeah you know that's good that's good um last lastly just a quick little um blurb of how is it that you personally um pastor Stephen as as one of our location pastors how are you making that conscious decision to always be walking in Christ good question um uh, i i always uh scan myself uh, scan in the sense like examine myself uh it's a practice uh, me and my wife do uh we sit down we process each day uh i i shouldn't i cannot say every day we do it but a lot of days we just do it uh i scan myself if i'm doing right if i did talk to those people the right way or like you know and uh, examine my heart and then correct it and try mm-hmm. to walk uh, a good healthy prayer life uh and uh, reading the scriptures understanding them uh and practice it that's what i yep. do uh so like every opportunity i get i just take it go for it mm-hmm. uh my small groups when i teach it i i really spend time yep I really spend time learning and uh, executing it in the right yep. way uh so Uh, those are some practices that i do uh and i catch myself like i caught myself about to say shut up you know like i really catch yeah. myself doing those stuff and correct it yeah like, i at least That's try good. to correct it so you know like like people see that like like here people say wow like how do you how do you talk this way how do you explain it this way it's not me it just you know it just flows you know so yep. uh it's good practice the more you spend the more you gain the more you uh pray god starts showing and using right. you in that in that space uh but again going back to that walking it's an action it's not like one day event yeah i do miss miss days to pray I'm being honest I do miss some days some days are hectic some days you know you just couldn't read the bible but again going back if you miss one day two days three days you know catch it and yep. go back to where you want it yep what about you Charlotte um I think a lot of it is is similar to Stephen um having sources of accountability and like people to walk and encourage with me and especially this year i've been super intentional with um when my friendships and mentorships of just like making time and creating space because oftentimes life gets so busy that those things fall away but like right. having healthy relationships of people who are there with me to like hey 
have you been like praying about this? Oh, I didn't think to specifically pray about this circumstance. I've been praying about all of these other things or, oh man, uh, I really want to, um, let's just go sit and let's like, let's worship and pray together and like creating environments for myself where I'm able to get outside of my own just rhythms. Mm-hmm. Um, and just even like setting up, um, intentional times. So like I set up my day around what I find important. So it's a starting yeah. with, I find being in the word important. So before I can even leave the house, like if it makes me late, I am done reading what I set out to read in the Bible and receive from God and prayed and like wrote everything down that I, I felt like he was speaking, then I will leave. And then even yeah. coming back before, before I go, um, finish and close out my day, it's a, it's taking a moment and thanking God for what he did. And mm-hmm. I think having those rhythms and routines and like making it not just a, I want to, but I need to, because I know I do is, yeah. is, is the, the thing that I do and even just right. like switching out um like because I drive way too much for a human being um I get that <laughs> yeah um even making sure like my drive time isn't useless mm-hmm. right because it's like at least 45 minutes one way for the most part it's like making that time um dedicated to God because yeah why why am I just gonna sit and um let it just be a drive and zone out i i don't need to do that i would rather spend the time either um listening to a sermon or listening to worship music or just praying and like taking moments that could be useless and making them honoring to god so yeah what about you colin those are all those are all great things uh i do a lot of similar things Hannah and I do a lot of check and balance um, of each other, of what we're doing, how we're doing it. Um, if she has a conversation at work with someone, she'll just say, hey, is this the best way to say it? Um, and same thing here, like when I'm talking to people, when I'm um, when I'm talking with just really anyone, she's usually the one checking in and being, hey, is that good? Um, hey, that's good. Or hey, maybe you could focus on this. And something that I like to do um, amongst of praying and worshiping and doing all those cool things. If I if I learn something that really like really speaks to me or really like stands out, I want to make sure I'm teaching that to someone else. Um, and maybe it's a word for someone. Maybe it's um, something that someone is going through and they just need a little extra. Um, but I just like to make sure like if I hear something, if I hear like a good word, like, hey, um, and then I, I usually would like to give that to someone else and just let them hear it just because I don't want to be the only one it stops with. And um, it's kind of like how the gospel started. Right. And so um, just like sharing that is, is all it's such a great time. So, but Hey guys, that wraps up our podcast for today. So thank you guys. We love you everyone who's listened to today or at some point and we will guys, we'll check you guys later. Peace out. See you guys. Bye.